0: Leading Britain's conversation. You're listening to a podcast of The Steve Allen Show from LBC.
1: Oh, whoopee-doo. I'm so thrilled it's another boiling hot day where we all sit. Of course, many of you probably absolutely adore this weather. I'm one of those few people who moans about it, whether it's raining, cold, sunny, breezy, windy. I mean, just about every. You know, a piece of weather information there is available. I mean, it just drives me mad. Yesterday was boiling hot. Luckily, I spent most of the time in an air-conditioned car, so that was great in an air-conditioned restaurant. But then you sort of come outside, and all of a sudden, it's like... Phew, in your face. I mean, it's like really, really, really difficult. Uh, Harper Beckham's had a birthday... Uh, apparently her birthday present is a pony, just what you buy somebody who you hardly ever see riding. But, of course, it'll be a five-minute wonder, as it generally is at the age of seven. Uh, don't ask people their age, says Tess Daly. She doesn't like people knowing about things like that. It's uh, She's 50... Is she 48? 58. One of the two, I can't remember. Britney Spears returned to Las Vegas. $380,000 a show. <laughs> I want to come and work here. Much better money. Much better money. Uh, ex-jailbird, Jonathan Aitken, goes back to prison, this time as an unpaid chaplain. Because uh, apparently, in having been inside because he's a un, he then decides to sort of discover God, so that's good for him. Uh, drag queen to put Piers to the test. This is the drag queen who was on the uh, the television in the uh, the Big Brother thing. And she's decided that she wants to sort of really, really wind up Piers. What? Wind up Piers Morgan, and the reason to wind up Piers Morgan is because he wants to have a discussion about diversity. No diversity. You know, who you look like you look like. Have you ever seen Tootsie, the film Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman? There's a, there's a great bit in it. You should watch it just for the, just for the one little bit because he's an actor auditioning for parts, and and he's trying to get parts, but he's sort of like oldish, but he's sort of playing young. Do you know what I mean? He's not not no. I mean, he's not. No, you are old, but but you it's. Yeah we see 24 is but you're you're dressing a little bit under your age. You're dressing maybe 16 to 18. I don't want well, to I mean I don't want to make a big deal about it because you know you know, that's obviously what you think young people are wearing nowadays, I, whereas I think that's what mutton dressed as mutton looks like nowadays. Because if you start, you know, there are certain clothes you can wear when you get to a certain age and you've passed it. You cannot wear a baseball cap at 24. I'm 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 the man with the name above the radio show. OK, I'm the one that's got the Steve Allen show because I am Steve Allen. And so I dress accordingly because I'm in show business. People in show business always dress slightly differently from, from everybody else. You know, if you go out and look at David Beckham, he's sort of dressing way too young for himself. He's sort of, he goes out there. I mean, look at him. He's a simpleton. He can't really string two words together. And, um, and he's sort of, you know, sort of strangely enough, getting more tattoos. Brooklyn gets tattoos. You watch Harper will be having tattoos up her arm very shortly. I'm Harper Beckham. But they bought her a pony. She's never expressed any interest in riding. Um, but uh, so they buy her a pony trying to keep up with yeah, it's like a camera for, for sort of Brooklyn and they sort of going, yeah, Brooklyn's going to be a photographer no, he's not, no, he's not he's, he's the worst photo album ever I know oh, try not to miss you at all yeah, you really must message us okay, just make make a mental note for HR's purposes six minutes past five on the Sunday morning so then we'll we'll know exactly where we can get it back I lost money the other day and I don't know what to do about it. No, in a bank machine. I go to Barclays in Twickenham, and I put my card in. I'm not a Barclays customer, but you know nowadays you could use the card for just about anything. And uh, and I put put the card in, tap in, and I wanted to take out two hundred quid because I was going out for lunch. I was doing three other bits and pieces, and um, and so it makes all the whirring noises, and the card comes back out, and then it says, "Please take your cash." So it goes. <laughs> like that, and it pushes out the money. But it doesn't push out the money far enough. It pushes it out about an eighth of an inch, so I can't get the money. So what I do is, I take... I I can manage to get the first £10, then I get the second £10, and then it swallows the rest of it, and it makes a noise, and it counts it back inside, and that was the last I heard of it. So... I shouldn't buy my... I know, I shouldn't. But I've always been able to get money out of a machine. So what I've got to do is I've got to... Because later on that day, yesterday, I went to another machine to take out £300. Well, that then took me over my daily limit. And so it wouldn't give me £300. It said, uh, refer to your bank, which makes you feel like you've sort of cheated the system or something like that. And so I've got to make sure that I speak to Barclays Bank tomorrow to make sure that they've got my money still in there because I'm 180 quid adrift. Because it thinks... That I've had 200, but I haven't. And then just to test it, I took out a tenor just to make sure that it was, you know, was going to give me the next note, which it did. But the first ones, it didn't. I was very upset. I want to lose 180 pounds. Thank you very much indeed. Whether it is to uh, to Barclays or to anybody at all. Anyway, apart from that, it was a lovely day yesterday. People went on a march uh, to say how wonderful the NHS is, which it is. And uh, next week, this coming week on LBC, we're going to be doing loads of stuff about the NHS because you know I've been in more than most people. More than most people, and uh, and I love it. I think they're all brilliant. I, I don't think I've ever had uh, bad service or anything else within the nhs i mean seriously they all they all write you now they send you a text going you know would you recommend us absolutely every single time uh, richard madeley is going to join the good morning britain team mercifully not all the time because i don't think we, we could cope with something like that uh, and katie price admits to taking cocaine to get over the strain of divorce well she's been divorced what three times four times so she must have been snorting after columbia I've never heard anything like it. What a weak and feeble person she is. I took cocaine to get over the strain of divorce. So you're a druggie adding to all that. I'm not surprised you've got no money. Don't want to go down that route, do you? What a thing for your children to read. You know, you've got a 13-year-old. He's going to read that on the front page of the paper. And the headline is... Katie's Cocaine Shame... What on earth must your children think? Again, nothing to do with me. They're your children. The way you choose to bring them up, I suppose, is your business. I should imagine Peter Andre would be having a field day after this one. He didn't like it when you were off sort of gallivanting around the country with this new sort of squeeze of yours. Not so good, is it? Uh, Steve, um, somebody else talking about um, about broccoli. I don't know why they've started saying there's a shortage. And lettuce. There's going to be a shortage of lettuce. Now, I'm not a big fan of Lettuce. I think it's the most boring food under the sun, excuse me. Oh, delicious. Uh, God, that's my best cup of tea ever. You need a cup of tea in the morning. You know, if if you haven't had a cup of tea in the morning, you're not waking up properly. Once you've had that cup of tea, it kind of just boosts you for the day. So I don't want it to be too hot today. I really don't want it to be too hot, but I know it's going to be because they've said there's now been so many days that we've had where we don't have any water. And there has been no water for ages and ages and ages. So I'm hoping that we're going to get a little bit of water at some point today. I think in some parts of the country there might be. 30 days we haven't had anything. 30 days. I mean, I don't mind. I'm actually great. If you go to your own bank and tell them they logged a complaint with Barclays on your behalf, let them know what time it happened. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's in the machine from yesterday. So, you know, I'm going to get my money back. If it, if it costs me dear, I should go in there. I should create merry hell in Barclays. I can do that. I can feel I'm one of those sort of people. Um, da, da, da. Cheryl Tweedy celebrates her birthday. Nobody really cares. Um, little Liam jetted in for wherever it was he was. And he jetted in to wish, wish her a happy birthday. We, we don't know what he bought her, actually. You know, unlike the Beckhams, who tell you every aspect of their life because they're so obsessed with the publicity side of it. You know, I don't know why they think uh, a seven-year-old Deserves a pony. I really I'm, I just don't get it at all. But never mind. That's, that's what they, they choose to do. And Cheryl Tweedy, what would you buy for the girl who's got everything? God knows. I don't know. She's 35 now, getting on a little bit. Uh, plus, Jamie Redknapp goes out for a mystery night with a lady in red who turns out to be a friend of his. And they say he was avoiding the paparazzi. Well, why didn't you stay in then, dear? I mean, you must think we didn't all fall out of a coconut tree, thank you very much indeed. We're a bit more intelligent than you, obviously. You know, so if, if you actually go out there, Jamie, you know, on the street with a mystery girl and somebody takes your picture, don't start playing the stupid, oh, I don't want to talk about anything. You know, well, stay indoors then, dear. Put a paper bag over your head and sit there staring at the wall. Stop being, you know, somebody who's trying to do a little bit of attention grabbing. Still can't believe that there are 471, I think, transsexual workers at the BBC Seriously, I, I really didn't think there'd be that many. I, I mean, I don't know what it's supposed to be as an average. There was loads in prison. We discovered loads of transsexuals in prison. But uh, the BBC, four hundred and seventy. Unless were people telling fibs, might be people telling fibs. They might have just put something down on a on a list. I've, I've got no idea. Uh, former Love Island contestant Tyler Miles says it's fixed. No kidding, dear. You're bright, aren't you? Honestly, what do you think? A reality show that is sort of channelling what, you know, the producers think we want to see. Honestly, look at you working all that out by yourself. i got to tell you, you're a celebrity. You really are. Uh, plus, um, oh yes, Love Island news girl, Danielle Sargent. I don't know who these people are at all. Accused of glamorising guns. There's another one working as a basically a hooker online. You pay her money and she'll take clothes off and perform an act and, and you think, she's an Essex star. <sighs> she's a bit cheap, <laughs> a bit cheap, honestly. That whole programme just appears to be people working in the sex industry who are just advertising their services but to a bigger audience. I mean, that's all it is, you know, I mean, if you like that kind of thing, it's fine. I know people who are addicted to Love Island. I'm not one of them because I'm always asleep before it gets round to the juicy bits. And there aren't any juicy bits because it's all a bit contrived. Although apparently the good news is that Danny Dyer, that's the girl, the foul-mouthed one, has vowed to cut down on her swearing and her drinking. Oh, that'll be exciting. Unfortunately, then, of course, still zero personality. So you might have to work a little bit at that one. Tom Daly and his husband, Lance, have announced the birth of their first child, which is a boy. So I'm sure that'll that'll sort of amount to loads of horrendous tweets to them from trolls and everything else. Going, it's disgusting. It's set in the Bible that, you know, we get all that kind of stuff again. And uh, another one here. Uh, the same thing happened to me. I'm Charlotte charlatan, sig cup about the, uh, the bank and Brian. Uh, I just get. I, I won't have anything to do with it. I shall pass it on to people who do things for me. And cream teas have placed Dawn French in a Twitter jam. Apparently between James Corden telling her what goes first. Is it the cream or the jam? And it's always the jam that goes first. Of course it is. You'd have to be an idiot not to put the jam on first. You can't put the jam on top of the cream. That would just be stupid. So you cut the scone or the scon in half. Works the same for bread. Or just about anything else you can get it on. You can probably get it on a rivita as well. And then you put some jam on, and then you go, with the, uh with the cream. And that's the whole idea about it. You put the cream on first, then the jam. The jam is heavier than the cream, so it drags the cream sideways, then it drips all over your hand. Then you've got to lick your fingers. You know, once you've actually got it all over your hands, you know what a mess you're going to be in. So the idea is, do it my way. Jam on first, dollop of cream on the top, thick double thickness cream, none of this wet drippy single cream you want double thickness cream so that it dollops on and then you shove it in your gob, okay and you sit there and people go, is that nice? You go, mm-hmm. and just, just the smile on your face and the fact that it dribbles out the side of your mouth should be enough to convince them that you're possibly in seventh heaven sounds quite nice, doesn't it really? Look at me first time check of the morning and it's actually on time it's unheard of on this programme 5.15
0: you're listening to a podcast from LBC
1: Imagine that. Nothing anywhere. Nothing anywhere at all. Anyway, nice to have company. Welcome to, welcome to Sunday on LBC. Uh, so the worst food in the country. Where do you think the worst food in the country is? Leeds. And what is Leeds full of? Students. So obviously students aren't as selective as I thought they were. I've been to Leeds on quite a few occasions. Dale and I went up to Leeds on loads of occasions because a friend of ours, Peter, worked for a local radio station up there and we went up to see him when he wasn't very well. We went up a couple of times. And uh, I was amazed at how many students there were in Leeds. You know, all perfectly pleasant, all the rest of it. I thought they'd be fairly selective over the the food, but obviously not. Because if you can get away with bad food, the place not to go and eat is Leeds. Not that it makes the slightest difference. Oh, guess who's moving to America? Yep, Wayne Rooney. Guess what he's doing over in America? He's going to apply for another driving licence. So, in other words, it's different laws over there. they don't care that he's banned from driving over here he'll He'll apply for another driving license over there, whereas I think it should run, and they should go, "Wait a minute, are you banned in England yet well you're not you're not driving in blooming America? What a cheating old footballer he is in so many ways, Ladies and gentlemen, and so he's going to go over there he's going to take his uh, driving. Uh, Test, which you do on a computer. Dale did it over there in Florida. He did it on a computer, and every time he went back in, he just had to go and log into the computer again, and then you could go and drive because they drive on the other side of the road. They're mad, mad, mad. You know, when you come up to traffic lights, sometimes it filters right, sometimes it filters left, sometimes it filters into God knows where, and uh, they all drive like lunatics. It's, I mean, really, it frightened the life out of me. We were over them thinking, "Oh, I don't want to watch." We have an accident, I'll just sort of hear it and wake up in hospital or something. But uh, over there, they're, they're, they're very sort of hot on it. So there is the chance that they could give Wayne, Wayne Rooney a licence, whereas he's banned over here. Why? Because he's a drinky boys. He's a drinky boys out on the streets. All he had to do was paint a few benches. Pff, pathetic, honestly. Pathetic. Phil in Bournemouth says, I was watching Mission Impossible the other day and there was a lovely Earther Kit being a secret agent. I thought, I must tell Steve later. Really? I saw it in um, Batman. I didn't know she'd done Mission Impossible. Uh, so that was quite good, actually, wasn't it? And uh, somebody says, oh, that was Phil in Bournemouth, wasn't it? Wait a minute. And uh, and Jerry says, uh, same thing happened to me a month ago with the bank. Rang them up. They looked it up. It was on the phone. They found it immediately. Apologised, credited the account within an hour. It's good news, isn't it? And uh, selling Kent says, I love hearing you slurp your tea. It's not slurping. It's, not, it's boiling hot tea. What do you do? Take the roof of, of the my mouth off. It's not slurping at all. That's very, uh, very nice. Uh, I agree with you about the NHS, Steve. I've had so much help and care and had my life saved several times. I don't think they've actually saved my life, but they've certainly made life a lot easier. A lot easier. I think they're brilliant. I think they're absolutely brilliant. Uh, Steve Pat said, I had the same experience with an ATM. Uh, I filled in a form that took a month for my account to be credited. David Sutton says, try not to slurp your coffee. It's tea, as I've explained once before, so... Listen, Defo, it, said, it sounds so rude and common. And you're called Dave. Hello, I rest my case. <laughs> it sounds so rude and common. Well, you'd know all about it. You're in Sutton. I don't think it gets any more common than Sutton, does it, really? I went through there one day. It took a year. Uh, clotted cream, better to put the cream on first. No, no, no. You're completely wrong, Clive. You are in Paris, so you're not expected to know anything about food at all. And, uh, oh, look, a picture of Eartha Kids. What is that, for a Mission Impossible? Oh, really? Oh, Lord. Was a lot older when I saw her, <laughs> and uh, your cash will be fine. Just get a mini statement. You'll see straight away if any cash has gone. Uh, well, I don't get mini statements. I have somebody who does that for me. Uh, also, you can have five hundred pound a day withdrawal. They raise your daily limit instantly if you go into the bank. Yeah, I only do four hundred a day. I can have I can have a thousand a day. It wouldn't make any difference. I wouldn't I wouldn't take out a thousand a day. Uh, Steve, I walked away from an ATM machine without taking the money. About an hour later, I realised what I'd done. Went to the bank. They confirmed the machine swallowed it back, and they checked. And uh, pass me all my money back and no charges. Well, I think so too. I've got no intention of paying charges. If it's above, it's my money. They're very lucky to even have it in their machine. But uh, that's what they do. Uh, Tess Daly is forty-nine, says Tony. Oh, don't tell her that, Tony. That's not nice. She doesn't want to know she's forty-nine. She doesn't she doesn't like the idea. The thing she's the the thing she objects to is the fact that people go, oh, you're a woman and you're this age. It was always been I mean, as long as I've been alive, it's always been never ask a lady her age. So I thought it was fairly, fairly easy with sort of Tess Daly to ask her her age because, you know, she's just another presenter on the television. You know, why? Why are people so secret about their age? I mean, what do you think you look about 20 or something? She said this is after the other day when Deborah Meadon said that she loved all her lines and wrinkles. She said, I've earned every one of them. And actually, I went out with a couple of friends of mine who were going to be getting up in about an hour's time because they went to a, a party in town last night. I was not invited. I don't want to make a big deal about it. You know, but I had met the person once before, just the once. And uh, so loads of people went to this party. But unfortunately, my my friends Jordan and Danny have to get up very early to catch a nine o'clock train back up north. And, uh, and then Danny's flying on on holiday. Sonny Jay celebrated his birthday. I think it must have been yesterday. I'm pretty certain it's yesterday, his birthday. He reaches the quarter century. How depressed am I? 25. You know, People sort of say, oh, you know, you celebrate your birthday. So I, I wrote to him and said, you know, how old? And he wrote back quarter of a century. Would have been easier to write 25, but, you know, it's not make a big deal about it. You know, he's obviously a bit more intelligent than I am. Although on second thoughts, maybe not. And so I think he's off to Mykonos Today, which actually is one of the most expensive places that you could ever go to. It's phenomenally expensive. It really is. It used to be gay. Mykonos was sort of very, very gay. And then all of a sudden, families started going there and the gays stopped going there. And so now the gays go somewhere else, another island they found, and uh, probably Lesbos or something like that. And uh, a few people go to Mykonos. uh, But it is so expensive. Property there is ridiculously expensive. But it's not all... Listen, if you're just going... To actually get a, a bit of sunshine and lie on a beach in your speedos, well, that's fine. But if you're going there for sort of culture, I don't think Mykonos would be the sort of place I'd ever be going to. I don't think there's enough of it, really. And it's sort of full of, you know, I can't bear people who just sort of walk up and down the beach in a thong. I don't know why, it just never quite looks right to me. Peter Stringfellow used to wear thongs all the time. And it was like a little pouch at the front, and I mean a little pouch at the front. And then this sort of piece of string going up his bottom. Which was uh, slightly odd looking, but then loads of people did it. That peculiar one out of Towie had it. Did you see that one? That um, uh, Bobby Cole Norris. It was like um, like a willy sock. It was sort of like it was like a sock. I mean, seriously, like a sock with two bits of string attached, to it and you popped everything in it. <laughs> they don't make socks big enough, as far as I'm concerned. All this rubbish about socks and all the rest of it. It's like what do you take when you go on holiday? You know, when Dale and I went to the south of France some years ago, admittedly, uh, we used to take a big uh, freezer box down to the beach and in it it had Coca-Cola's, bottles of water, peaches, cheese and baguettes. And and we got told off on one of the beaches down there. We had to buy the food from them. We weren't allowed to take our own. But uh, we didn't care. We just sort of, we did it anyway. But by God, that was hot. i forgot how hot it was. It was so hot in Cannes, you could not walk along the pavements in your bare feet. It was huh it was so hot you know really really hot whereas over here it's just remember if you're taking doggies out they've got little feet as well you know so you know halfway through the through the day it's um, you know it's a little bit difficult mm-hmm. mm. sorry nothing just enjoying it and um another one here Says uh, it's cream then jam on the Scot. No, it's never that. Only for peasants. It's cream then jam, and people of limited intelligence. No, it's jam first, then it's cream on the top. It's as simple as that. I can only tell you what they do in all the best places. But as I say, if you, if you're sort of living on, you know, some sort of a sink estate somewhere, then you probably wouldn't be having that anyway, would you? Cause quite expensive. And so it's I'm always right, actually, never, ever wrong. Always jam, and then it's the cream on the top, which is uh, which is lovely. And then the other thing I heard earlier on, Matt Stadlin, talking about should he go into the SAS and do one? It's absolutely not. Absolutely not. The SAS is for fit people. It's for, you know, people, you know, like, ooh, manly kind of thing, and all the rest of it. No, no, no. It's uh, Apparently they were sort of looking for a, a celebrity-based programme. Sounds ghastly, doesn't it? Because we've got Bear Grylls doing things like that. Who wants to watch people throwing themselves into puddles? You know, and crawling under a bit of camouflage netting it 's ultimately dreary. you might as well go and do you know any one of a number of, you know be a gladiator, do something like that all these sas programs they they're only playing at it because unless you know anybody from the sas they don 't operate like that at all. they really don't uh, eight four eight five o oh, somebody says, get this, Steve Allen off the radio. never heard of such a jealous, miserable person, never jealous, never jealous, absolutely not a miserable. Absolutely never miserable. Biggest audience on a Sunday. Woo! Let me tell you. You want to see the spike? You see the spike during the midweek? You want to see the one on a Sunday? God, dear. Knock your eyes out. It would. Never jealous. Not jealous of anybody. How can I be jealous? What is there to be jealous of? I'm not jealous of the producer. He hasn't got anything I haven't got. As far as I know. And if he has, we'll find out about it and let you know. But uh, no, I've never been jealous of anybody. Isn't that funny? Throughout my entire life. Somebody said to me, oh, you must know loads of people with money. I do. I know people very, very rich. Never jealous. Why? Why would you be jealous of something? I've got more than I need. Thank you very much indeed. So you must see the trouble is you're only reflecting yourself. You know, when you sort of talk about people being miserable, quite clearly. You've never heard this program before. I've never been miserable in my life. I don't do miserable. I only do happy. The more I mean, put this way: if you were miserable, I'd thrive on that. That would make me very happy. I mean, I wouldn't do it in sympathy. I'd be sort of going, you know, you're miserable. That's great, because I thrive on other people's misfortune. You know, if, if you'd had a, you know, a, a dreadful, you know, sort of something happened to you, like all of a sudden you've got no friends, which I suspect is probably the kind of thing that, that would be more applicable to you. Don't make the picture bigger. So are we going to make it bigger? I was watching carefully. No, I don't want it bigger. Oh, you de- oh wait. Oh, right. That was deleting, was it? I thought you just push Delete. Do you have to mark out what it is you're going to take off? Oh, right. oh. oh very complicated this morning. You couldn't do right clicking and delete, right. I've lost something on my phone and I don't know where it's gone to. And it's the app for uh, my taxi in the morning. What normally happens is they send me a message saying your car is on the way to you. It's this car and all the rest of it. And then I click onto a map and it shows me where the car is in relation to me. Which says we have no record of this job. Well, of course, it's, it's incorrect because I've had it for the past two years. And I don't know where the app has gone. I've still got the app on here, but it's obviously the wrong app. Is it, you just have phone. Oh, yours is very small, isn't it? Heavens above, look. Look at the size of mine compared to the size of yours. Can you read that? Was that sort of a cheap version of a telephone? What size is that? It's about. Well, this is a telephone. Yeah, it's a computer. Yeah, it's just slightly more sophisticated. Yeah, but yours is really tiny. I've never seen one that small. Yeah, is that all it does? Right. So does it have um, a memory for putting phones in people's phone messages and things? Right. Can you take pho- uh could you take photos? Really, mine is perfect. Perfect. I can take photo. I could take a photo now of you. I wouldn't, but I mean, if if I could, it's, and and the quality is absolutely perfect. You could probably use it for broadcast, I would think. That's the first time I've seen yours. How disappointing. I thought you'd have something a bit more impressive. But There you go. Should we take a short break? Because it's 5.30. It's the news with the headlines, Philip Chrysikos.
0: You're listening to a podcast from LBC.
1: (laughs) How lovely. Uh, 84850, steve at LBC.co.uk. Another one, uh, uh, Jamie's in Hong Kong. He tells me I'm going to get the money back. Oh, I'm definitely going to get the money back. There's no... Two- oh, so you, you think I'm giving up 180 quid? Oh, no, definitely not. I'm, I'm very good at getting things back again. Apparently, you can uh, change your daily withdrawal limit in the uh, Barclays. I don't know. I'm not with Barclays. I just happen to be standing next to it, waiting for a haircut. Well, not waiting for a haircut by the ATM machine. That would be silly. But uh, so I was, I was waiting for Kasia. And then she knew about it because one of her clients had said, Steve's going to want a haircut this morning because he's going out for lunch. Because... Am I what? Tony and Guy? No. No, Twickenham. Twickenham. You don't live in Richmond, do you? Are you? What for? What are you in Richmond for? You babysit. I don't want to know anything else. This is going definitely wrong. One of these bizarre... No, I don't do Tony and Guy, no. I do I do uh, the hairdressers in Water Lane in Twickenham. Everybody knows it. My friend Michael owns it. And... Um, and I go in there because I, I just have a quickie, you know, as indeed we do. And uh, because I, you don't need to sort of cut mine with scissors. It just, it's, I think it's one and a half and one, something like that, which is enough. A textured crop. What's a textured crop? That, yeah, but well, what is it? Is that done with scissors? I don't, oh, God! See, the trouble is when you've got my hair, you just, scissors would be stupid to use on a haircut. And how much do you, I, wait a minute, where, where do you go for the haircut? You go to Tony and Guy. Okay. So, normally you go to Tony and Guy Academy, which is cheap. That's the people who are training. Yeah. But if you know them and you book at the right time, cut by professional, update. All right. How much do you pay for it? £5. Pounds. Wow, that's very good. Three hours for a haircut. Oh, Oh, I haven't got three hours. I pay five pounds as well. But what I generally do is I generally take kasha in water. So I go to Costco and buy a big case of water, which keeps her going, which is which is sort of, three hours. I want to be in and out in about 20 minutes, if that. I haven't got the time. But you're saving for... Th- yeah, but you've, what, three, what do you do for three hours? Readable. Who goes to the hairdresser to read a book? Really? See, women, I can understand sitting in a hairdresser because they're having cut and colour and frosting and highlights and low lights and feathering and all sorts of exciting things. But they're paying through the nose for it, you know. For you, a five. All right, I think a five is good. Around, around our way, I think it's it's average, eight, nine, ten pounds. That's what average. And uh, so that's why in Twickenham we got loads of hairdressers. Must have about fifteen hairdressers. It's seriously, we have got so many of them because there's so much of a market. But with mine, it's just, it's felt. but I need it cutting every so often. Because once it goes floppy, it's no, I know. If, at the moment it, it, it drops, I'm done for. And people notice, they've always said to me, floppy. And I've said, how can you tell? And they said, well, just look at it. And it feels floppy. So I like it when it's sort of cut within an inch of its life. So if I grew it out... Well, I couldn't grow it out. It'd be ridiculous. It looks stupid, because I'm bald at the back. I just look like Peter Stringfellow. Well, I mean, obviously not now, because Peter's dead. But, I mean, it would be sort of a case of... I, d- I don't want to look like mutton dressed as mutton. If I'm having hair. I just need it... You just need it cut nicely, and then a little bit of shaving around sort of the back of it. And I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Three hours in a... Ch- God, that's a magazine, isn't it? I'm sort of... The girls are pretty... Oh, well, that, that's OK. But, you no, know, you can't do that. You're not allowed to look at people anymore there's plenty of mirrors I know you're not supposed to if, if you're caught looking at somebody they go, what are you looking at you go nothing, nothing I always go cataracts you know it's easier if anybody sees me with sunglasses during the daytime which I wear a lot because of my eyes and they sort of go oh it's sunglasses you know you get, you get cataracts alright somebody went war at me the other day well not me at the car I pulled into a garage to put some petrol in there's this is bloke putting petrol in one of these people who can afford to take their shirts off in a, in a garage you know and just sort of I don't know, slightly peculiar, but anyway. And so I'm, I sort of I put put the petrol in the car, you know, arm and a leg and a mortgage later. I then uh, I sort of get back in the car and I heard him go, Whoa. and I mm, you know, and because he had a little little tiny one, and uh, mine was big four door and made a lovely noise when you started it up. I drive a Bentley Continental Flying Spur. I do so football don't say that cut me to the quick that's what footballers drive he said that's what footballers what a thing to say what a thing to say do they oh what colour are my seats they're uh, they're cream I only I only go for cream interior I've only ever had cream interiors I, I've never had a Ford Sierra my first car I ever had was a Ford Popular my second one was a brand new Mini OLR 299W was the registration why I remember that I've got no idea because we broke the thing in a matter of hours. And then I went on. I've had uh, Fiat Tipos. I've had um, sporty cars. And then I had a Rolls. And then I had... Um, what did I have after that? A couple of turbos. And then after that... A couple of turbos. <laughs> yeah, a couple of turbos. And uh, and then I had... What did I have, actually, after that? I've had probably about six or seven. five. Have I ever given... No. No. I think people who give their cars names are generally people slightly mad. Volvo, Volvo owners, do they? Why would you give your car a name? What would be the? Explain to me, ladies and gentlemen, why you would um, give your car a name. As far as I'm concerned, it's a car. If it's going well, it's my car. If it's not going very well, I threaten it with, you're going to be traded in. And that generally makes it uh, pick up. I, j- I only go for them because they're reliable. Because they say that if if you've got a car and it starts costing you money, then you need to get rid of it quickly. Do you drive a car? No. All right. Have you ever driven a car? Right. Yeah. I love driving. Driving is my favourite. Sorry. Cream. Jam. Yes, jam before cream, definitely. Yellow ice cream. Always yellow ice cream. I don't know why. Is that the clotted cream? Because I've, I've got this thing about, at the moment, drinking this milk from Waitrose, which is full cream milk. And it's from Graham's Dairies, which are somewhat, I can't remember whether they are Jersey or something like that. It's the most delicious milk, ice cold. But it comes, what's that, about an inch and a half? It comes with an inch and a half of cream on top of the bottle, which I don't like. No, it's not yak that's, that's rubbish. And I shake it to sort of try and get rid of the cream. But sometimes a bit gets in your mouth and it's a bit... It's not, it's not very nice. I, don't, I have done semi-skim. Yeah, I do semi skimmed here, but I don't do semi-skim at home. I have done it. But I thought, if I'm going to go for it, go for it in a big way. What's the point? Look at me. I'm a fine figure of... Well, fine, two figures. And uh, your text and dot co 83850 uk and uh, somebody says, did you know you can, oh yeah, change your, I, but I'm not with Barclays, I could probably change my one, I haven't changed it for years. I've got an overdraft facility that I've never ever used, but a friend of mine put it in on the account, just in case. But uh, loads of people uh, writing to me, telling me what's, you know Barclays help, I'm, what, I'm not with Barclays, I'll just walk into the branch tomorrow, seriously. And, uh, and James says, can you tell my friend, James, that I can't do another 12-hour shift with him talking about Love Island? Are people still talking about Love Island? They don't do anything. I mean, they really don't do anything. We've got stories this morning on the programme about Love Island, but it's sort of dreary old silly Katie Price shoving Columbia up her nose. What a stupid woman. But as I say, she's got children now who can read newspapers. They're going to see that. A picture of her with Katie's cocaine shame. She think, I mean, perhaps she thinks the kids aren't bright enough to know what cocaine is. But well, I promise you, they probably will. Uh, Have 24 hour help on Twitter. Barclays uh, UK help. I found it very useful with the ATM in Kingston retained my card. I've never had never had anybody um, uh, take take a card at all. Uh, 84850 Steve at LBC. Uh, I remember her in Batman very well as Catwoman briefly made me a cat lover. This is Eartha Kitt who uh, was just sort of... Th- Steve, I know a Cornish D- D- who DJ who puts cream on first, then the jam, says John. They're obviously not a proper DJ. They're obviously just sort of a pretend DJ. Always jam and then cream, and there's a reason for it. Uh stains, I know it very well. The jealous listener has a disease of self where their wants are greater than their needs. <laughs> I don't think they actually have any needs at all. I don't think anything... You always tell when somebody's really miserable because they kind of throw it onto somebody else. Whereas you won't find a happier presenter on the radio at this time of the morning. I mean, seriously, you won't find it. Especially on a Sunday as well. Uh, Steve, it's always cream on top, says Paulio. Also, the jam would squash the cream if you did it the Silly Billy. Way. I know, people are just simple. They're just, it's Nothing, you know, they, they don't know what they're doing. They're, 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 they're the sort of people who wouldn't put ketchup on roast beef. You know, they're that snobby. The sort of people who get out of the bath to have a wee. You know the kind of people these are. You know, the sort of people you, just, you, know, you, you wouldn't want. Uh, Steve says Sandy I love your innuendos or is it my mind well I don't know is it your mind you're the only one who can answer that I'm not fully qualified in that, uh, in that department uh, it's my birthday and, uh, so, and also Princess Diana's we shared a young man who was in the nursery school where she worked before that she, ma- she married that prince guy as Oliver used to say I became Oliver's neighbour when he was eight when he left for uni he said the two most important blondes in my life born on the same day what were the odds Says so, so. I absolutely agree. What would what would be the odds of that? I'm trying to think actually who my oldest friend is. Who is my oldest friend? You know when somebody says to you, "Who's your oldest friend?" And I don't know because lots of my friends are not very old at all. Probably John Warrington actually. The rest of uh, the rest of all my friends just seem to be uh, sort of normal sort of ages. I tend to find if you hang around with younger people, it kind of rubs off on you, and you know you lucky. And um and that way, you know, then it keeps you young. Cuz I think that you know, so, you know and I've seen it quite a few times recently. People walk you down the street with a dog and the dog's going very slowly and then you look at the owner and you think that's why the dog's going very slowly. I think they both age together. And yes, my friend's dog is still alive. How? I have no idea. Seriously, this thing must be on borrowed time from the almighty. Must I mean seriously, I've never known a dog that we thought was going to be dead a year ago, still to be going on. Admittedly, the only problem we've got now is you can't really take her off the lead. We do a little bit, but then she she can't hear anything and she can't see very well. And because she's a terrier, she's motivated by smell. And so the park in the morning is like, whoa, that is an amazing place to go to, an amazing place. Uh, The dementia crisis will leave 100,000 people with no beds by the year 2035. I think I'm reliably informed I'm not going to be here in 2035, so I don't really uh, care. Uh, what else do we have? We had, um, oh, yeah, Gordon Ramsay's bought himself a Ferrari. Now, isn't it funny? Out of all the cars I could probably own, a Ferrari would not be the one that I would ever want. I was, I was parked in Covent Garden yesterday, and there was a Ferrari in front of me. Uh, the two friends I was with, I said, let's wait till they move. I said, I can't compete with a Ferrari, not in my car. So uh so we didn't and we watched it. and then he he made his roof go down. You know, and all that kind of thing. No, 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 no. Terrible. Uh eight four eight five oh steve LBC dot co dot uk. And um we'll take some more of your texts and emails in a moment, shall we? Uh, also Lisa Armstrong. What? Wait, just patience, patience, honestly. Like an eager beaver. Lisa Armstrong is soaking up the sun on LA's beach. And they go, oh, here she is, looking very sad. She's with a photographer. She's holding her phone. He's taking a picture of her. It's set up. It is so set up. It's so terrible and dreary. Old Rebecca Vardy hires uh, a forty thousand pound World Cup jet and keeps the kids still out of school. Really atrocious. Honestly. Of course, it's not her money because she can't have earned anything up until now. She's not really done anything, has she? Uh, Quick, uh, quick break. More of your texts and emails in a moment. It's quarter to six.
0: You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, everybody, 12 minutes to, uh, to six. Somebody says, you're funny
1: on a Sunday. I do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as well. So I can, I can be funny most days. Because I'm a happy little soul. And uh, June in Mill Hill East. That's very important if you live around that area. It's very important to stress which area you're in in Mill Hill. It says, love you in your programme. I listen to you every morning. I call my car flattery. Why? Because flattery gets me everywhere. People are very susceptible to flattery now. Seriously, I'd, I'd only realised that. I mean, I'd realised it years ago quite quite clearly, but I've never actually put it to the test. And uh, people really love flattery. You can Honestly, seriously, you can get anything out of people. If if you give them flattery, you go, God, you're really good looking. And they sort of go, uh-huh. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God, you look really good. God, you look nice. Your hair looks great. £5, pound, three hours, you know, that sort of thing. You know, people love flattery. And nobody flatters people anymore. People are too worried. You don't like to flatter somebody, do you, in case they go, what do you want? You get nothing, I'm just being nice, just being nice, just sort of offering a... Co- it's like saying happy Christmas to somebody and meaning it, as opposed to just happy Christmas and you really couldn't care less. Hell of a hullabaloo about the shortage of CO2 in the in the drinks industry. Oh, it's dreadful at the moment, dreadful. They, they've got... Uh, there are problems with certain drinks... That you can't get because of why there's a shortage of CO2. I've got no idea. I thought we just made it. But anyway, and uh, we've heard about it in the atmosphere given off by vehicles, animals and all the rest of it. Surely in this day and age, Steve, they could filter the CO2 out of the air and use that, thus reducing the greenhouse effect. I can remember doing work in a pub and the landlord there had a machine for making his own gas. Yeah, that'd be the wife. I'd say that would be. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. We used to get cylinders in. In the pub that I was in, and you just sort of have them propped up downstairs. Obviously, you can't just sort of—I don't know. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm so naive about it. I don't know. I really don't know. I just—I mean, I just drink water, so it doesn't make any uh, any sort of difference to me. I couldn't care less. I don't—I don't think I rely on CO2. I did look through the fridge, deciding on you know what would be infused with CO2 gas, and I couldn't—I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see anything at all. I, d- I don't. You know, I'm not really, but I don't like any drinks. The only thing is Prosecco. And I'm assuming that must be some CO2, isn't it? I don't, well, I don't know. Might not be. Uh, Harper Beckham gets a birthday present. Of course, uh, as the uh, as the show-off Beckham family have to do, they have to show you a picture of the pony. They have to show you a picture of Harper, who's going to be a champion jockey and all that kind of rubbish. Uh, Richard Madeley to join the Good Morning Britain team. There were sort of groans everywhere when you mentioned that. People go, oh, not Richard Madeley. Because he's seen as being a bit naff. In fact, he's seen as being a bit more than naff. But they liked him on the programme. And so they think, you know, you can put him on there. But the you get the feeling with him, he's sort of acting, being a presenter. I don't know why. The Queen's refusing surgery on her knee. She doesn't want to give up, um, you know, any of her jobs. Well, she had to the other day, didn't she? I think she had God knows how many jobs. I think seven jobs in seven days or something. And then eventually she became ill. And I thought the other day, I thought I was getting a cold. I became a bit sniffy. And I thought, oh dear, I don't like this at all. So I haven't taken anything. I'm just trying to sort of sort of get through it. Because I can't imagine that in the heat you could ever actually get a cold. And then I suddenly realised, at the moment I'm lying on the top of the bed. Hold that image. And, and I've got a fan in the bedroom. And it's lovely. It sort of wafts backwards and forwards. Waft, 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 waft. And so I'm lying on the top of the bed. Again, hold that image, and waft, a waft, and then I'm thinking maybe I could get a cold from that. Perhaps I could get a cold. Cu- I don't know. Never thought about it. I mean, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, you immediately pull the duvet over yourself, and it's all warm and cozy and wonderful. But for the rest of the time, it's sort of you freeze yourself to death. Um, bah, 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 the British girl kidnapped and forced to be a drug mule. Uh, also, what was the other one? Oh, yes, The Rocker, Richard Ashcroft. I've never heard of him. I do beg your pardon. I'm sure loads of people have heard of him. He's. Oh, he's from The Verve, is he? Why would I know that? I'm a showbiz lovey. I, you know, I only know about the cast of 42nd Street and Kinky Boots and stuff like that and Les Miserables and Cats and Miss Saigon. I don't know anything about The Verve. That's what they're called, is it? The Verve. So Richard Ashcroft, He. I mean, he must be mad as a fruit bat because he wants to strike up a duet with uh, George Best. I mean, he's dead. I don't know what sort of duet you're going to get out of him. That's very odd, isn't it? I'm still trying to work out how many... I mean, there could be listening at the moment a lot of transsexuals working at the BBC. Because normally at the BBC, they're not allowed to comment on things like that, whereas because we're commercial radio, I can talk about the BBC's transsexuals, you know, from here until Christmas. Because there's apparently about 470 of them. But I wonder, are they... Are they working as transsexuals? are they working as men? I mean I don't know because i have I've known people in the past who cross dress so I could be looking at somebody who could be physically male looking or female looking but they might go home and cross dress in which case i'm I'm even more confused than I was first time round because you can't tell can you what sort of some people do when they sort of they leave you know it could be i've, I've had have I ever had a producer who cross dress I don't think I have, actually. I'm trying to think, actually. No, I don't think I have. But then it wouldn't actually make any difference to me. I'm sort of, I'm about as broad-minded as it get. Nothing shocks me. I couldn't be shocked by anything now. Somebody going, oh, by the way, I actually cross-dress. I go, yeah, boring, dull, thank you. You know, I don't, I don't really care. It doesn't bother to me. As long as it doesn't frighten horses, we're all right with it. But some people get a little bit panicky, don't they? They don't, uh, they're not too sure what you tell people. You can always guarantee, if they actually go on Big Brother and they look slight, slightly suspect, they're going to be cross-dressing. They're going to be transsexuals. You get a, get a lot of that. For some reason, on Big Brother, they've had more than their fair share over the years. More than any other programme. As far as I know, at the moment, they haven't, on Love Island, had uh, a man to a woman who's actually managed to convince the uh, the boys that it's a girl. Because that, I think, would be a real twist. Real twist. Like that drag queen from uh, Australia that we had on, on Big Brother, who was very, very pretty. Very, very pretty. I mean, really, unbelievably pretty. And, um... I can't think what his blooming name is now. What's his name? Is it Australian drag queen from Big Brother, Courtney Act? Stunning looking. So, that... yeah, it's a pun. We've we then just got it. Oh, goodness sake. Courtney Act. Yeah, Courtney Act. Have you ever? She sings as well. She si- she looks stunning. You've seen a picture of her before. No, she's Soprano. (laughs) She's quite high. She's a bit like um, Conchita Wurst, except she looks more feminine than Conchita Wurst. She's really pretty. unbelievable. She must have been. She was on and she kept alternating between sort of looking like a man or looking like a woman because Caroline Flax, I mean, look, you know, you can defy anybody to look at a picture of Courtney Act and go, that's a bloke. I mean, seriously, she looks stunning. As a bloke, she looks okay. You know, sort of just looks like a gay man. But uh, as Courtney Act, I mean, really amazing nowadays. I think she's been on RuPaul's little program. See, I mean, don't you think she looks really, really good as a woman? think, yeah. You might have to investigate him later. But in fact, there is a bit on YouTube of him making up as Courtney. So he starts as himself, and then he shows you how to do the makeup. There might be a lot of married men who might want to cross dress, but they, they can't get the makeup right and things like that. And they have these places around the country where you can go and people will teach you how to sort of look. No, that's Prince Edward. That's not somebody who cross dresses just because he's wearing a little tartan kilt. I've got no idea why. I don't think he's anything to do with Scotland at all. I've got a bad story about Prince Edward's wife, I'm afraid. First of all, he was uh, milking the system. And now she's started milking it as well. This is not very good, is it? We don't like things like that. So that'll be coming up on the programme this morning. Uh, plus, uh, Cliff, the movie. Sir Cliff, the movie. I mean, let's face it. Not before time. I'm going to a party in a couple of weeks where Sir Cliff will be. And, uh, and Gloria. And oh, loads of people. Calabro. And I'm told Olivia Newton-John. Very exciting. And Brian Connolly. So it should be very nice. Out. It's only a little small gathering, only a little small gathering. But I get quite excited that I've actually been invited. This is uh, this is uh, Robin's summer party, which I, I love at his house. It's absolutely brilliant. It really is. So, uh, so, 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 so. Oh, Kelly loves trimming in the uh, in the buff, in the garden. That's Kelly Brook. I thought you'd be thrilled. Kelly Brooke. Um, so if she's going to do any trimming, she does it in the garden. As indeed, you know, that's the best place really for it. Because now she's a gardening expert. Have you seen that in the papers? Kelly Brook is now a gardening expert. Obviously, the modelling's drying up a little bit. And the airbrushing, certainly. Excuse me. Mm. Uh, That tea is the best ever. Um, Actually, I've discovered that the water is even better here. We have this thing under the sink. Cleaner, I think anyway and um, and, and it 's a, it's a box, and it does boiling hot water so you can have instant you don 't have to boil a boiler kettle around here we 're far too sophisticated, but the other side of the tap does ice cold chilled water i mean well, ice cold chilled would be the same thing wouldn 't it but it's it 's filtered it 's delicious but i 've only got to have a cup of that and uh, frankly i 'm weeing for the world it' It stays in my body for a matter of seconds it 's the only thing that goes through me so fast and it was it was ridiculous the other day because I was talking to my friend Lynn. And I'd come back from somewhere and I'd, I'd, I'd drunk a bottle of water in the car because it was so hot. So hot. And I bought some chilled water at Costco and I drank it. By the time I got home, I was like a case of, I need to go to the toilet. I really need to go to the toilet. And there's Lynn going, so, let me tell you about it. So, I said, well, not now. Not now. I need to, I really need to go to the toilet. You know, and it's, You know, when you get to that stage, it's like being a little boy, isn't it, really? When you're in bed and you know you're going to wet the bed. Why do you know you're going to wet the bed? Because you dream about going to the toilet. And it happens in real life. I used to have rubber sheets when I was at school. Rubbish, you would imagine. I think I was the only one in my dormitory with rubber sheets, but I didn't care. I thought it was a bonus. I thought it was a bonus. It was just, just the fact it was a bit, of a bit of a nuisance. And then you kind of grow up a little bit. I think it's fear, isn't it, for, for kids? But uh, anyway, leaving that to one side, uh, Britney Spears returning to Vegas. They obviously like her a lot, they're offering her about $400,000 a show. $400,000 with a two-year deal. I mean, that's not, that's not bad money. If I was here for $400,000 a day, I'd be a very, very happy person. Uh, Deck texts, Ants Lisa be strong. So that's nice because we were only told a short while ago that nobody was getting on. I wouldn't like to think that they weren't getting on. I would like to think that they, uh, they would all get on. Uh, plus, Jonathan Aitken back to prison as a chaplain. I don't think I'd trust anything about him at all. He's, he's not being paid for it. He will sort of pop in and be sort of like a, a relief one. Andy Murray could still pull out a Wimbledon. He said he hasn't, um, he hasn't quite decided yet. And also uh, the March for Our Health over the weekend. 70 years of the NHS this year and this week on LBC. We're going to be celebrating the NHS because that's what we do. Uh, Gemma Collins says Arge is a, a bigger diva than me. But she's not a diva. That's the trouble. She's so delusional. She's just sort of, she's just that miserable person. She goes, oh, life is fun, fun, fun. But every time you see it, she's got a face like a squashed pineapple. I've never known anybody look so miserable. I mean, all you have to do is just look a little bit happy. You know, if, if you're preaching the fact that you do happiness, well, then do happiness, but don't lie to people. It's so easy to see through her. Poor old Gemma Col- Of course, funniest thing ever, when she fell down the trap door. I mean, that was the best one, as far as I'm concerned. Doesn't get any better. If only she'd take an Arge with her. Uh, Virgin will stop flying illegal immigrants. Katie Price talks about her cocaine shell Better that uh, she sells the story than somebody else goes. You won't believe it. She's been doing coke, as I say. And she did it to get over the strain and the stress of, um, of, well, I wouldn't even know where you went to get it. Where did she get it from? Who she asked? That's what we need to know. And then you can stamp it all out. But I bet she hasn't told anybody. Ariana's fiancé, the sick joke over the Manchester bomb attack. And Will's, apparently Prince William, will sort out peace in the Middle East. Yeah, right, and I'm the Sugar Plum Fairy.
0: You're listening to a podcast from LBC.
1: Morning, a pretty nice to be company. Sunday, oh, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the programme, it's the 1st of July, so it's pinch and a punch for the first day of the month and no returns, or white rabbits or whatever else we say on the 1st of the month. But it's, uh, it's nice, actually, as we enter July and we're still baking, aren't we? And today, and today it will still still be boiling hot. You've got about another eight days of this and then all of a sudden apparently the heavens are going to uh, open and the heavens are going to open like you've never seen anything. In fact, even in some parts of the country today, there's going to be a bit of rain. So I don't mind a bit of rain, but we all act like girls' blouses, don't we? Oh, I'm going to get wet, I'm going to get wet. So people produce little piddly umbrellas that they paid a quid for that you sort of put up and the thing goes inside out, so that's totally useless. Uh, Tess Daly says, don't ask Ladies, their age. I think it's her in particular. She doesn't want people to know that she's 48 and looks it. You know, because we've all got wrinkles and lines and that's, you know, unless you've been really, really lucky. Uh, Sally says, the Australian drag queen, Steve, is Dame Edna. Dame Edna's not a drag queen. Absolutely not. God, he'd be mortified if if he thought that you were describing him as a drag queen. Good Lord, absolutely not. No, no, no. He's a male actress. That's what he is. He's a male actress. He is a man playing the part of a character. Like like all the, the characters that he uses in his shows, they're characters. He's certainly not a drag queen. Good heavens above, no. Oh, no, nothing could be further from the truth. He was playing a part. Male actress. I asked him about it. so uh, So that's it. But uh, never been on Big Brother. I don't really think he needs to go on Big Brother. I think he's uh, way ahead of uh, things like that. Way ahead of things like that. A lot of people worrying about the CO2. Well, you would do if you drink beer, I suppose, because it goes into a lot of beer and it goes into a lot of uh, fizzy drinks. And another one here says, Pinch and a punch for the first day of the month, says Donnie. And a glorious day it is, two down in Eastbourne. Well, I'm heading into London town later. Did you know it was chock block yesterday? I was so lucky, I drove in, and I always say the same, I do a little prayer as I arrive in London, going, Dear Lord, help me to find a parking space. And at that particular moment, one materialised, right in front of my eyes, in Covent Garden, on the right-hand side. Admittedly, my parking is nothing short of atrocious. You know, generally need duck boarding to get from my car to the the pavement. But I, I managed to get it, and I bought four hours, which cost me the princely sum of £19. That's how much it is to park in London. Be warned, Covent Garden is very, very expensive compared to some other parts of town. I wish they'd all be uniformly uh, the same, so we can, you know, at least have a rough idea how much money you need to take with you. But it's all done on the telephone. I've got the app built in and I'm quite happy with it. So, uh, So that was that. But the traffic coming into town was atrocious. So if you're coming into town later... I'd, uh, I'd leave in plenty of time and just wrote, do check the parking because a load of people get caught uh, the traffic wardens are quite ruthless they don't you know. I was only going to take my mother to that no they don't care they're not interested at all and uh, so uh, uh, a rather busy day plans having to be cancelled yesterday I select my good friend to an out of town hospital for emergency laser treatment good grief I'm still waiting to get my, uh, my next date for my, uh, for my cataracts for the other eye so I'm looking forward to I think I'll probably hear something this week. Please tell me says Rob that Richard Maidley is replacing Piers Morgan. No. 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 Well, I think what he might do is when Piers is off, I think what he might do is probably cover for Piers when he's off. So you don't because I I think to be honest with you Richard Maidley in the morning is about as exciting as Christine Bleakley on Loose Women. I mean that that's sort of gone off the boil a little bit now. Which is a shame, because I, th- I thought it could have acted... You know, they have every opportunity. Even Janet Street Porter's a bit drippy at times. I want more. I expected more. She was always the feisty one. You know, you have to wait for other people to be feisty. Uh, talking of feisty, uh, Kate Price has dramatically admitted snorting cocaine. Do you know, to be honest with you, darling, I couldn't give a stuff. I really got Dramatically. Don't you feel ashamed that you're on the front page of the paper... She said as she struggled with the collapse of her five-year marriage. Didn't take you long to go out there and have uh, lust with somebody else, did it? Or sort of talk about it. It didn't appear to me that you were sort of doing cocaine. I'm generally quite good at spotting the signs. But apparently a source said it was her way of blotting things out. She was in a tough place emotionally. Don't give me this garbage. She's as tough as old boots, as she will tell you every single time. You know, we don't need to be told, oh, yes, she had to do this because life was really tough for her. This is Katie Price you're talking about, not the fairy from the top of the Christmas tree, Okay, So I'd let you know. She snorted coke to numb the marriage pain. Really? Where'd she get it from? That's what I'd be more interested in. Where'd you get it from, dear? And then, you know, it was all after she revealed her mother was terminally ill. She'd been given, like, five years, Terminally ill, as far as I'm concerned, is poor Simon Thomas, whose wife died in, like, three days. You know, somebody being given five years. Good God, I don't think that I'll live five years. She was boozing. It was her way of coping. It's just just rubbish. It's just absolute rubbish. I don't need to buy into that kind of garbage. I really don't, honestly. I thought you had more intelligence, but obviously not thinking about the children. Four dead in the car in the Uber smash. This is the victims the other day. Four young people uh, aged 18 to 21... Uh, they'd been to a party when their sayat Leon crashed into an Uber at speed, and uh, the luckily the Uber driver uh, was hurt, but his injury are not life-threatening. Um, just absolutely dreadful. Somebody said they heard a screech of tires and a big explosion of noise. If somebody was speeding and they'd been onto a party, I wouldn't like to even suggest how bad things could have been. But you know, four people losing their lives—it's not great. But I see people all the time speeding. All the time I see people speeding on the motor. I'm, I get cars who just, they can't wait to overtake me. And I, and I don't know why. I don't know why. They feel this urge. So, you know, people cannot just sit there quietly. I'm quite happy. I did get a bit panicky yesterday because it got to about 25 past two and I was supposed to be having lunch at quarter to three. And um, it's, uh, it, it was one of those sort of things. I thought, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? And luckily all of a sudden I did. I nip round the back of the Euston Road. I know a couple of uh, couple of rap runs which I've used uh, previously. Uh, the late Love Island star, according to uh, Tony Parsons, warm heart, acid tongue. I like that. I like that one. Uh, called for action against trolls. This is Sophie Graydon, who drive people to suicide. This is just a few weeks before she's thought to have taken her own life. Sophie told a cyber bullying conference in March that she descended into a dark place after poisonous online bullying following her appearance on Love Island. She said it's as destructive as face-to-face bullying, sometimes worse. Trolls leave you (coughs) feeling... Excuse me. (coughs) Good Lord. Honestly. (coughs) And another one. Good Lord, honestly. It's not hay fever, I promise you. I was sitting next to somebody on the bus the other day. All they did was sneeze throughout the entire journey. Uh, Trolls leave you feeling vulnerable, unsafe and upset. No, they're sad, lonely people. Really sad. But anyway, uh, what Sophie didn't say... And what this generation that has grown up with this social media has yet to learn is that none of this stuff is compulsory. You don't have to be on Twitter. You don't have to be on Facebook. You don't have to be anywhere that cowards, creeps and bullies can make you feel bad about yourself. You know, any time you choose, we all have the power to turn off the tap. Some people, unfortunately, are addicted to reading this garbage. They'll read it. You know, they'll believe it. All you do is just even George Michael learned. Take yourself off it. It's as simple as that. Just switch it off. You don't need to be on there. If you can't get through your day without being on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, you need to go and get help. You really need help because it's you're, you're on a downward path, I'm afraid. Another good cup of tea. That's amazing, isn't it? I'm getting better and better at making tea. I've decided I'm very good. Here's a picture of Jamie Redknapp. He's 44. He's dressing like he was 18 or something. Don't know what these people, you know, dress like this for. But he's out with a mystery lady in red. And uh, the beauty he's out with is the wife of one of his best pals. But uh, Strictly star Louise joined the couple for dinner and drinks in London's Mayfair. An onlooker said Jamie tried to avoid the cameras. Well, what are you going walking down the street for then? Why don't you just get dropped outside the restaurant and go straight inside it? It's a set-up, Jamie. Don't fool us, mate. We're way too intelligent. Way too intelligent. Britain's in the grip of its longest heat wave since 1976. Temperature yesterday uh, topped 86 degrees Fahrenheit, except Thursday when it was 91 degrees. <gasps> That's an extra button undone on my shirt today. I like that. I sort of think to myself, if I doing an extra button on the shirt, that means you, and you end up with a little bit, a little V-shaped bit, don't you? That sort of makes it look as though you've been tanned. And people always say to me, oh, you look really well. And you go, yeah, I'm just Burnt. That's all it is, I'm afraid. I spend my life being burnt. Uh, Most people's seventh birthday. Here we go. Lots of, you know, can they sort of issue a press release? Yes, of course the Beckhams issue a press release because they they can't sort of break wind without telling somebody about it. And so here it is. um, David and Vic Beckham have a business brand worth close to half a billion. Really? Have they really? Well, there you go. Uh, Keen to top daughter Harper's sixth birthday bash last year when she had tea at Buckingham Palace with Eugenie. I mean, seriously, talk about mixing out your class. They've splashed out seven grand for her to get her own pedigree pony. Not just some poor old pony who's going to be put down for glue or something like that. A pedigree pony. And uh, a few months ago, Dave and Victoria bought Harper some riding lessons and she fell in love with it. Of course she did, she's seven. They fall in love with everything. Oh, look, do you like that makeup? I love that makeup. Within two months' time, I don't like that makeup. You watch, the pony will be a nine day wonder. Oh, here she is riding the pony, and they'll be issuing lots of pictures. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. And then the next minute, the pony will not be seen anywhere. The pony will have vanished. Uh, Cheryl Tweedy uh, was uh, partying with Nicola Roberts and Kimberly Walsh. That's lovely. And, oh, uh, sheza Doesn't seem to have any other friends apart from people in a group that was assembled only a few years ago. Who are her friends? Nobody. Got no friends. No friends. Very lonely. Sort of like lonely hour. You know, that kind of thing, isn't it? But anyway, I'd, and what people bought her, I've got no idea because apparently Liam's been on a radio tour in America promoting his latest solo single, but he did get back, apparently, uh, in time. Uh, A loose woman, now Denise Welsh, is playing late-life lesbian. Um, Sounds a bit bizarre, doesn't it? A late-life lesbian. Apparently co-starring Emmerdale's Alicia Ayo and Marcella's Victoria Broom, It starts on Friday on Lesbian Box Office. Didn't even know there was such a thing. It was like listening to Magid the other day, who had no idea... There's such a thing as an operation to cure snoring. He had no idea. I thought, surely you must realise that sleep apnea is uh, is something that can kill people. I mean, really terrible, really, really terrible. And uh, and he had no idea of, of how it worked. I've got a few friends who've got these machines, which they connect themselves up to at night, and it pumps air into them, and it stops them snoring, because snoring can... can be a killer. That's why I was surprised. He didn't know. I thought he knows everything else. He must have uh, eaten that. Your full-fat milk uh, will come on to in a in a moment, and uh, and somebody is just starting a thirteen-hour shift. Oh god, that awful. I'm just finishing a forty-five-minute shift. And so it's seven o'clock this morning, i should be picking up my skirts, running out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get home before the heat wave starts. <laughs> I don't want it at all. I don't like it. I watered the plants at half past twelve last night. And uh, and that was quite good, so I'm I'm glad I actually did that. But uh, I know today it's get, and I drenched everything, really, really. Drenched. But I mean, literally, by the time I'd finished drenching, the time I got to back to the beginning of the plants because I do them all twice, and I've got ten hanging baskets. I mean, it's quite a lot. Um, all the water dried, so uh, I'll probably have to do it again when I get in, and then feet up. I think that's the best best thing to do today. Six fifteen.
0: You're listening to a podcast from LBC
1: morning, everybody. So painting chocolate on your body, I was just uh, sort of thinking about it a short while ago, because it was one of those fads. You'd go into these peculiar shops years ago, and they would have all sorts of novelties. So you'd have talking flowers. Remember the flowers that you would, and they would move, and then you got, I had a Coke can, a Coca-Cola can that had a little motor in it, and that moved side to side. And then you, I've had a, I've had a Father Christmas who blows bubbles as I say, I don't think that was intentional. And um, and all these other things. These, you go past all these shop windows and there'll be... At the moment, I've got um, a cat on my kitchen window and he's got the one with the hand that moves. It's supposed to be a lucky cat. I, mean, I don't know if it's lucky or not. I've got no idea. Because I wasn't sure... You know, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I actually take him out the window. He's solar. And uh, if I take him out the window, whether I'm going to get bad luck. But I don't know whether he's brought me good luck. So it's not really... You know, it's not an easy thing. But his hand just... You see him in Chinese restaurants. And his hand just at the side just goes... Just up and down. He doesn't do anything at all. He's got the same fix. He's probably a lucky cat. But uh, so far, I'm not too sure about it. Uh, Steve, uh, re your full fat milk. You said, it's all you have at home, but tea tastes better with semi-skimmed. I don't believe it either. But straight away, your tea tastes more tea-like, and I've never gone back. Full fat, though, if you want a cold glass. Oh, I don't... Well, I do put it in tea as well. But my fridge at the moment, I can't tell you, it's brilliant. It's really chilling things down so well. And... um, And so ice cold milk, but I don't like the cream. I don't, I don't like, ooh, no, yuck, yuck, yuck. And so I shake it up in the bottle, try and mix it all into it. Or failing that, I just take a spoon and spoon it out. But uh, ice cold milk, oh, God, you could make a fortune, couldn't you? If you just, you know, went to one of these shows where you go, I'm just selling ice cold water. How much is it? It's 20p. And how much is ice cold milk? It's a pound. And people will be going, this is really Delicious. Wow, uh, Steve. You said Christine Bleakley, but she's married and is now known as Christine Lampard. Says Peter. I couldn't care less. I can call her what I like. I can call her what I like. I'm not. I'm not particularly bothered about that. She's sort of married to uh, little lamps. I'm not bothered about that. Uh, Steve. It's uh, driving through France yesterday. Seven hours of steady, peaceful driving. Lovely ferry crossing, and then fingers drenched around the steering wheel as I hit a race track. I've got you know that automatic. Um, speed control in the car which is in loads of cars now but mine's on the steering wheel and so you sort of key in a number you've got to make sure you've got your foot on the brakes otherwise the thing takes off like a a bat out of hell that's the title of a good song Uh, enjoying your show this morning listening for a very sunny southern Italy Bet you're looking forward to your garden party, say John John and Carla. It's been good every year so far. I mean, Robin puts on a good party, a good party, which I quite like. Some friends of mine will be getting up very shortly. Having had a party in town going, oh, dear, the inside of my mouth is like a rabbit's hutch, I think. Uh, Steve, I was thinking I might see your car yesterday. Then you said you drove around the back of Euston. No, the Euston Maribone Road. My hospital room looks out onto the Magic Circle building and Euston Station. Ha ha. And somebody says I watched back to back episodes of Dale's Florida fly drive yesterday. Yes, I mean, I've I've watched it, but uh, he doesn't look, uh, he doesn't look very well at all, which is a shame, but never mind. Uh, Rob the coach driver starting this 13 hour shift Heading to Eastbourne and Hastings With two different groups Getting married next month too Exciting times Very exciting times Very exciting I wouldn't want to drive in this weather Unless there was air conditioning I, I couldn't I couldn't actually I mean even walking out in this heat Is too much for me So I shall I shall make it You know This morning for the walk And that'll be about me me done in I was thinking about sort of wearing like a, You know you can get vests You know sort of like but I, I, I look ridiculous in a vest. Seriously, I don't know what I look good in. Actually, speedos, and uh, not really. Actually, I lied about that as well. I don't look good. I haven't looked good in speedos since I was seven. wasn't any uh, any choice. Steve, never mind Facebook or Instagram. What cure is there for someone like me who's addicted to LBc? Ron, I re- I, ser- I don't really I don't know. Yeah, I mean you know I I could recommend various presenters to go to if you're addicted, but uh, you know. It's unnecessary, isn't it? And I'm not that sort of person. I don't want to share. Once I've actually got an audience, I mean, you know, people say, oh, could you share some of your audit?" No, I can't. I don't do that. Not in that kind of business. So uh, if you're addicted to LBC, just keep listening to it. Just keep listening to it. There's always a surprise around every corner. Seriously, every time you listen to LBC, there's always something you go, good Lord, you know, so they've done that or they're doing this. or I think this week it's going to be the NHS. But, um, you know, just keep listening. Because if you're addicted to it now, it's only going to get better. Only going to get better. Uh, God rest those recently passed. My mum's oldest and dearest friend Lillian died last week, says uh, Chris. Always remembered mum on birthdays and Christmas with a card and a parcel. Not anymore. Not anymore. No more parcels and cards. But actually it's not a bad thing, is it? I don't think you should ever have to worry about, you know, whether, whether somebody's going to sort of, you know, send you a card for Christmas. It's heatwave on the Tamla Motown label. Well, I think Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. And a heatwave. I think so. I'm pretty sure. What are you eating? What are you eating? What's that? He didn't leave them. I left them. Yeah, you won't find Nick Abbott spending money on fruit tellers. He's far too mean. Uh, because I gave them to the producer, so he obviously left them in there. And then Nick Abbott will probably, you know, what Nick's like? Oh, free fruit teller. You know what he's like. So that's why. But you enjoy them. Seriously, do not do not choke on them, because they're 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 filled with real fruit juice. Apparently. Part of your five... It's like a health check, really. It's part of your five a day. You know, if you can go for that, maybe a coconut or something. Do you have a coconut on you? Right. I've started buying those ones, which are which are there, which they've hollowed out, and you, you stick a straw in the top of it, and you just drink the, uh, the coconut water. I love coconut water. Most people hate it. They think it's too sort of floral and a bit sort of... But I don't care. <laughs> You know, it's like when I went to buy these glasses the other day. I was looking at some other ones. The woman said, do you not want to buy the men's glasses? I went, not particularly, no. I'll buy the glasses I like the look of. Who cares? I fancy having glasses which are dedicated to either men or to women. I think these look, you know, as butch as you're ever going to look. You know, they're all right. It's OK. It didn't. It didn't. There you go, you see. And that's why you have another Frutella. You really enjoy yourself. Oh, you've eaten them all. There'd be nothing. The they are a bit addictive, aren't they? Once, once you pop one in your mouth, you just you're off down that road, aren't you? Road to hell, I'm afraid. Uh, Steve, um, uh, five hours of sheer bliss, driving through you know the, the France driving the other day, which is quite nice. Uh, Monica says, "Have a have a, a good day." I hope as long as it's not too hot. As long as it's not too hot, I should be fine. And if it is too hot, I shall still be fine. And uh, Philippe on the Isle of Wight. Young men who perpetually speed in their little car suffer from having a similarly small male appendage. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't have a little car. My car is huge. It's seven litres. Well, 6.7. But, you know, faster than anything you've got over there, I should imagine. Uh, Somebody says, uh, I love Dale's fly drive. And the final shot was Dale on the back of a motorbike driving into the sunset. I think he's driven into the sunset, Nicola, for the uh, for the last time. But he he wasn't well when they were making... You can see he wasn't well. He was obviously in a lot of uh, lot of pain, but he had to get through it. Uh, teens chilling account. Violet's on the street. It's in all the papers over this weekend. I don't really know what you can do about it. There's a girl here called Nancy, aged 15. You don't know whether it's posed by a model or it's a real person. I, I couldn't... Oh, it is. It's posed by a model. So I'm never sure if it's true. We know that kids are in gangs and that's that's the way that it is. And in our day we were, but not, not the sort of gangs that they have nowadays. They just don't seem to be satisfied, do they? Whereas when I was little, you know, if our parents would sort of, you know, call out to us uh, Stephen, in you went in, you didn't sort of, in a minute there was no in a minute. You did it there and then. Toughest job for a woman writing in Karen Brady's column today Jules Oliver, Jamie's Lovely wife says that being a stay-at-home mum is ten times harder than Jamie's job running a multi-million pound cooking empire. She describes her role as brain-numbing and hell on earth and said that nobody respects her in the household. (laughs) And Carol says, and uh, I'm sure lots of eyes will roll at that idea, but I have to say I agree. The brief run-in I had with being a stay-at-home mum left me full of nothing but admiration and respect for those women who do it on a daily basis. And it made going to work feel like a walk in the park. Well, I think they're lovely. I think they're lovely. Uh, also, here's uh, somebody here from... Uh, I don't know who it is, actually. It's a little bit... Uh, it could be somebody from Love Island, because they've kicked out so many people now. I, I mean, i have i have just waited for Danny Dyer to be kicked out, because she's, uh, she's terribly dreary and boring. Uh, Harry Potter star Rupert Grint has shown he still has the magic touch by making an extra million pounds last year. He's uh, played Ron Weasley, as you know. He's seen his acting income more than double in the seven years... So uh, they say now his company, Clay 10, shows money from performing arts rose from 13.6 million to 14.6 million. I mean, he's done very well. Not as good as uh, as Harry Potter himself, whose fortune is around 60 million. And it keeps on increasing. So well done to him. Love Island new girl Darielle Sargent has been accused of glamorising guns in a photo shoot. It's all a bit dreary, actually. Why on earth anybody want to cover themselves in tattoos? Just looks so dreadful. Absolutely awful. But uh, they think that, you know, that's what you need. You don't see, you know, sort of certain people like Davina McCall covered in sort of tattoos like some of these other people. Perhaps they, perhaps they, they, they can't think further than sort of the end of that day. You know, and getting drunk, you know, in the pub and everything. What are my stars say? i us have a quick check, actually. They're still claiming it's Mystic Meg, but I thought she passed on years ago. Because this one here is definitely not Mystic Meg. She must be, must be about 90 or something. And it says today... I'll oh, check my star sign, especially on a Sunday. Venus brings romance into your everyday life, prompting a proposal in the aisles of a supermarket. Oh, God. Sorry? Capricorn. OK, Capricorn. Venus... Oh, you've got the same one. You've got Venus and Mercury in your chart of deepest emotions and clever ideas. Make this a week where you and a partner agree on exacting changes to where and how you live. Single. A local hero has passion potential. A key contract is moving towards completion, so don't let impatience jinx it. A newly opened office is lucky. It's... uh, that is so exciting. You live near Matt Stadland. That is fantastic. I mean, I'm just so glad that my star sign is so far away from that. I can't think of anything worse. He was saying today people could pop round for a cup of sugar or something. Like you would... Hi, Matt. Oh, right. Do you, do you have uh, a cup of sugar? And uh, you haven't got any beans, have you, or anything like that? LBC Newstime, 6.30, the latest headlines this morning
0: with Philip chrysikos you listening to a podcast from LBC
1: morning, everybody. Uh, from Gabrielle, who says, I've been listening to you for years. and I've always thought this, but never messaged to let you know that I love your voice. Well, you know, that's, that's why I'm in radio, I suppose, <laughs> not on television, which is always the way in this business. Christine says, I'm so happy you're on a Sunday. You've kind of made my morning. Oh, well, there you go. That's nice. See, everybody's happy this morning. Well, two people. I mean, two's better than nothing, isn't it? Uh, Gemma on TV Live. This is Gemma Atkinson, the actress. Although I thought she was a radio presenter now. They can't make up their mind, these people. Uh, also, the best thing about ageing, says Zoe Ball, is big pants and comfy shoes. You see, I don't... You see, I mean, is big pants... Is that the Bridget... What's-it thing, isn't it? Big pants. Big Granny pants. Big pants. When, when... What was that film that they made? Bridget Jones's Diary. She populated big pants. I don't think there is such a thing for men. I think they only make it for women. Men sort of do boxer shorts... Uh, briefs, which, you know, to be honest with you, when you get to a certain age, it didn't quite look right. Uh, then they do trunks. Trunks are very very popular with a lot of sort of... Uh, wife front's very popular. And commando, no. Absolutely not in a million years. How anybody can ever say that they go command... You're not going to tell us you're going commando, are you? You're not going... Have you been commando? Oh, right. OK. Yeah. You see, I don't, I don't understand how anybody could ever go commando in this weather. It's too hot. I mean, I know you then go, oh, that's why we're going commando. But the trouble is it's not really right, is it? doesn't look right. You can't really sort of, you know, well, you can't. Well, you just can't. I mean, it's just you know, you should, you should always have something on, you know, like pants or something, you know. <laughs> That's what I think. That's just my personal opinion, you know. You want to text in about your pants? Uh, please don't. I'm not remotely interested. <laughs> uh, the singer Richard Ashcroft wants to strike up a duet with George Best Ghost. That'll be interesting. There'll be a lot of slurring, I suspect. Poor old George. I don't think George was ever a singer, was he? Anybody tell me that George was a singer? I don't think he was, actually. A million fans are tipped to pull a sickie when it's uh, on Tuesday, 7pm. It's uh, Columbia and England. So that'll be quite nice, won't it? Not really. Not really. I don't care. And uh, Kelly Brook, who's so desperate for publicity, she's now telling you that she, uh, she likes naked, uh, naked gardening. Naked Gardening. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really think that you could go out and do Naked Gardening. Could you? Not in this heat. I mean, don't want to get your little extremities burnt. Uh, There's another girl from, uh, from, I don't know, Love Island or something. But uh, anyway, she's covered in tattoos, which is great. But unfortunately, you're going to look dreadful as you get uh, a bit uh, older. Uh, Mark White. Mark White. There you go. You'll be thrilled at that one. Uh, Also, the new star of Poldark. Uh, the hunk wave. What is it with this poldark program? Why are people getting really ob- obsessed about uh, about mentioning <laughs> hunks on poldark? I've never even seen poldark. I don't even know if it's any good. I'm really not sure. And um, one here, uh, Steph is baking in hot Malvern. It's. Uh, let me just also advise people. Just before we go any further, and as it's going to be another hot day, do not jump into rivers. Do not jump off bridges into water or anything like that, old sand pits or anything like that, please. I would not want to start reading dreadful stories in the newspapers tomorrow. Anyway, your mention of tricky parking reminded me of a very sarcastic City of London copper who came to the shop where I worked yonks ago to tell off the owner, is that your car outside, sir? Owner? Yes, yes, I'll move it very soon. Copper? I could park the Royal Yacht Britannia between you and that kerb. Lovely way to w- wake up listening. Actually, I'd have gone, well, go on then, go and get it. Let's see how you can park it. I'm rubbish. I'm rubbish. And I've got beep beeps. I've got beep beeps in my car, so it's a, and I try and sit there. It's so funny because I was parking opposite a cafe, which is always very sweet. I, I don't mind, you know, parking opposite a cafe, but of course they're all sitting there. And so I have to try and pretend that I've got a camera on the car, which I don't have on this car. And uh, so I'm working on beep beeps, and I can actually get it sort of into a, into a space. I'm, I'm very good. And, uh, but I, I was hoping to actually get there. I'd love to just get out of the car, push a button, and it parks by itself. One day, one day, uh, Andy says, romance in the supermarket aisle. Well, it used to be Friday night in any supermarket by the fridge freezers. Because it's nice and cool there and it means nobody can see you sweating. And so what you end up doing is, um, is sort of looking vacant. The thing to do is appeal to people's better nature. So if you're in the supermarket and, and you, you see somebody you like, like the look of, you know, you can always sort of start chatting by saying, oh, I'm really sorry. Do peas go with sweet corn? Is that okay to put together? And would you buy this or would you buy that? Before you know where you are, you've kind of struck up a relationship. And then what you do is you make sure as you wander off with your trolley, you wander around very quickly, then you come back and see them again. You go, oh, hi, it's you again. I'll tell you, I've got all the tricks. None of it works, but uh, well worth it. Uh, I'm starting to dream of rain, says Steph. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. (laughs) I'd I'd love it to rain today, but uh, I don't think it's going to uh, hurt. Rosanna. Says, uh, I'm on holiday in Cyprus, listening, having a lovely iced coffee. Oh dear, I could drink an iced coffee now. I could, do you know, what I could eat now. I could eat. I could eat one of those squidgy ice creams that comes out of the machine where they pull the handle down. Only I, mean, I want it in chocolate. I had, a, I had a banana thing the other day. What the Dickens was it? I can't remember. It was a pudding. We we went to Joe Allen's, and um, it was it was lovely. I had a nice. I had a starter, a main course, and a pudding. Unheard of for me. Unheard of, but I'd starve myself all day. We got given a bottle of champagne, which was even nicer. And uh, I'm a cross-dresser, says Derek. Caught by the gas man, fully dressed as an air hostess. Doorbell went, oop, looked out the window, hope not too shot. Went to the door, he said, uh, he said good legs. Read the metre and left. Well, there you go. What's the matter with that? That's good. I mean, what, what is there to say, though? Seriously, if you, if you knock on somebody's door and they open the door, I mean, unless they start naked... I did have that problem a few years ago. I did have a towel. Ta- I wasn't very good at keeping a towel around my waist. You know when you get out of the shower, you put a towel around and you tuck it over into the top. Well, I could never make it stay there. I really couldn't. I remember going to the, to the door once and, and I opened the door because you had to turn the lock and pull the bottom bit to open the door. And I had two Jehovah's Witnesses. And at that moment, the towel fell. And so I'm standing there thinking, oh, God, how would you get out of this one? I went, I don't think so, and shut the door. Left it at that. Much easier. 84850. Steve at lbc.co.uk uh, Tell the truth and the devil will fail, but tell a lie I'll be on your tail. Your news item, Steve, uh, said an ambulance people are going to get body cams. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And the reason is because the crews are being attacked by people, which I find absolutely horrendous. How on earth anybody could ever t- attack, you know, somebody you know, in an ambulance, I've got no idea, but it's happening more and more and more. And so what they're going to do is they're going to put them with body cams on. Once they've got the body cam, then they'll be able to uh, to catch people more. Because we had that dreadful... Did you read that dreadful story the other day, which I did on the programme, which is of uh, a girl who called out an ambulance because they said a 13-year-old girl was having a cardiac arrest or something like that. So they sent an ambulance out. When they get there to this uh, to this address... These two girls, 13 and 14, start throwing stuff out the window, the top window, onto the ambulance, like bricks, like tables, like chairs. And you think to yourself, these people should be locked up. They've quite clearly got some sickness. You know, ridiculous. Uh, Larry Lamb has tweeted his support for the Feltham Showman, which is good news. I knew Larry would do the business. I knew Larry would do the business. Uh, Steve, just back from France. No wobble wobbles where we were. Love your show, The Honeymooners. Wow. I like the idea of people. People are doing honeymoon all over the place, aren't they now? Where do you go for a honeymoon? Where is the most romantic place for a honeymoon? I love the way they always go, oh, we went on honeymoon. You think, but you don't need to because most people by now have already road tested the other person anyway. So you don't need to go on honeymoon, which is what people went on before. That was the first time that you found out whether or not you were suitable. You know, they might have odd habits like, you know not putting the cap back on the toothpaste tube or not hanging towels up or, you know, or just all sorts of things, you know, which you might find a little bit irritating. So I think it's a good idea that people live together first. Uh, notorious lag gives up violence for religion. Oh, who's interested in boring old Charles Bronson, who's, conver- who's converted now to Buddhism. And to be honest with you, too tedious for words, I'm afraid. So we thought we'll just let him stay there. It's much easier. Uh, also, Gary Bushell on the box today, talking about... Uh, uh, <laughs> ITV achieved the unexpected with Good Evening Britain. They made the nightly show look good. Piers Morgan came over like a drunk at the wheel of his own ego on the post-football one-off. cholera skews and everything else. They brought Danny Dyer on. For what reason? I've got no idea. No idea. He's not even a great guest. Not even a great guest. So we'll have to watch that one. Uh, also, Andrea McLean has got a book out. Everybody's got a book out. Everybody's got a book out at the moment. And the drag queen who wants to put Piers to the test... Uh, this is Courtney Act who wants to challenge Piers Morgan over his controversial views on gender equality. So she wants a showdown on breakfast telly. I think uh, I think uh, Courtney Act and Piers will get on really, really well. I think so. I think so. Although, to be honest with you, I mean, I think Best You Stay in Australia. We've had enough of this on the television now. We don't want to see it again. I don't really care. You know, just because one person doesn't have the same view as everybody else, just leave it. Leave it. It's just sort of like dragging it up and oh, dragging it up. I do beg your pardon, but cognac uh, looks great, absolutely fantastic. But you're never going to get some people to sort of to go with it. They're always going to be, you know, sort of anti it. I don't know why. There was a, there's a bloke on the internet. Who is he? He's uh, I think he might be in Zimbabwe or something like that. And he's ranting over homosexuality, and it's just hilarious. He's so out of touch. He's so backwards. I I couldn't really believe what I was hearing. The the boys were telling me about it yesterday, and we saw a little bit of it. Uh, Today, it's the Twickenham Green Summer Fate, says Nick in Feltham. God, you're going to bake up there, aren't you? The person who will do the most business, the ice cream van, and the next person, if you've got loads and loads of cold drinks. cold That's what people want. I'm making me thirsty now. Ice cold drinks, that's what people want in this weather. And lollies, that's why the ice cream van will make a fortune. Thousands. It's as simple as that. God, don't you wish you had an ice cream van. We went to this you know, we went to that village where they reenacted the war and everything else. There was one bloke there. he he'd bought his own fridge uh to keep all the ice cream in and he was doing he must have made a fortune. So he took twelve quid off me. Twelve quid off me. So uh so that's why. That's why. So uh, the Twickenham Green Summer Fate I'd take an umbrella, actually. <laughs> because otherwise it's going to be awful. And uh, my husband's uh, friend's ex-husband was a traffic warden. After English, a woman outside Harrods many minutes ago for revenge, complained to the court that he'd flashed. Not in Harrods. Really not in Harrods at all. Uh, went to my local supermarket today, Steve. Most of the checkout women have forearms covered in tattoos. Ghastly. Well, I know. The trouble is, I think you can have a few discreet ones. But, you know, people who are covered in it at the moment, and you only see them when they're wearing their bikinis on Love Island. Bit tacky, a little bit tacky. 14 minutes to seven.
0: You're listening to a podcast from LBC.
1: Morning, everybody. Uh, Daryl on the Underground says, on holiday, uh, favourite place, Lanzarote. Lanzarote. Oh, I hated Lanzarote. It's nicknamed Lanzagrotti because it was just awful. The whole island full of Brits. Why oh, would you go onto an island which is full of people you know anyway, and 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 all the way down the middle of the island volcanoes? You could see them, and they do camel treks up to the top of the volcano. That's their tourist industry, seriously. Or a market? Oh, we can go to a market. Like we don't have markets in this country. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, so happy to be home in a Tempur mattress. Why do people advertise a pull down bed as a double? I don't know. A friend of mine's just bought. He's just had a king size installed. And he's so looking forward to it because uh, he has a girlfriend, you know, which is too much information. But he, uh, he's looking forward to it when she's not there so he can have the whole bed. You know, <laughs> people sort of say, oh, right, do you ever get the whole bed? You go, he will. He'll be getting the whole bed. And people absolutely love it. Uh, Steve, uh, Prince William. Yes, Prince William has come up with something because now he's obviously one of our serious ambassadors. He'll be doing speeches in the House of Commons, I should imagine. Uh, The Middle East peace is his life mission. I thought flying helicopters and helping people who were ill was his life mission. I thought getting rid of all the ivory in Buckingham Palace was his life mission. No, now he's going to sort out Middle East peace, and you really think you're going to do that, do you? I really can't believe the naivety. He's been moved by this five-day trip to the troubled region, and uh, he wants to play a significant role in finding solutions. Yep, well, good luck to that one. Good luck to that one. Because that's the front page of the Sunday Mirror this morning. The Daily Star has got Tyler. It's just somebody who can sort of... Mm, mm, you know, moves her hair forward and sort of looks at you pleadingly like... Mm, mm. You get a lot of that. Babe station, mainly. And um, and so she says Love Island is faked. She is so intelligent. I know, I can't believe it either. She's worked out that uh, in a shocking interview, Tyler has alleged the producers prompted contestants to discuss certain things and would get wannabes to reshoot scenes. I know, it's because you're boring. And the producers want to make you a little bit less boring. So TV bosses made us reshoot scenes. It's quite normal popsikins. But of course, you won't find out because you're not really destined for this business, are you? I think best to, you know, perhaps... To a shop or something, I don't know. But, uh, no, that's how they make television programmes now. Because if they just left it to people like you, you'd be dreary and dull and boring, so they don't bother. So they direct you, you know, could you talk about, you know, why you fancy him or why she's annoying you? I mean, that's how they make television programmes. I mean, you can't be that thick, surely. Please, God. Uh, Gemma, people said, I look like a man. It's the same dreary old story from Gemma Atkinson. Is it Gemma Atkinson? I can't remember which one it is, actually. Wait a minute, let me just find it. I don't want to make, uh, get, get the wrong one, because there's so many different ones here. Gemma Atkinson. I mean, so boring. We've had enough of it, dear. Just go away, please. Please, 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 please. please Go away soon. Sun on Sunday has got uh, Katie uh, Price dramatically admitting snorting cocaine as she struggled with the collapse of her five-year marriage, mainly instigated by herself, as you know. And uh, so here she is. No doubt they'll stick her up on Loose Women on Monday and they'll be going, so tell us about your cocaine, you know, and then we'll have, oh, the paper's got it all wrong, as usual. There'll be something some dreariness to keep this uh, dull person's life still front-page headlines. I've got no idea why. Why do people bother? She's looking worse than she ever could. And uh, they say she was boozing, and on a couple of occasions she took it. I mean, do you think the kids... They do read the children, by the way. Not sure if she's aware of that, but uh, they do. Sunday Express. How British spies tried to catch a UFO. More rubbish from the Sunday Express. I'm afraid there is no such thing as UFOs. They don't fly round <laughs> You know, none of that kind of stuff. It's like, ooh, none of that. No little green monsters, no little green men climbing into your bed or anything like that or spiriting you up into somebody's spaceship. It just doesn't happen. okay? there is no secret Rothwell or whatever it was years ago where they kept things secret. It just doesn't happen. Harry Kane says now is the moment of truth. It's World Cup on Tuesday. And uh, as I say, they'll be packing their bags very shortly. I mean, I don't know why we were even bothering. What do we do it for? They make a fortune, these people. They just end up dragging their dreary girlfriends out there who look at this as some sort of freebie opportunity for them to get their pictures taken. I'm sorry, it's about a game of football. Who gives us stuff what the girlfriend does? Who gives us stuff that Rebecca Vardy's been pictured with the two children yet again, taking them out of school? The people. British teen kidnapped and forced to be a drugs mule. Student snared on Facebook by Country Lines cartel gangster. Woo! Uh, The Yorkshire Ripper wants to live with his teen pen pal. You'll not be coming out of prison any time soon. And wag air, yes, it's poor old Rebecca Vardy and uh, her £40,000 World Cup jet. Can't have been her money, must have been his, mustn't it? But uh, as I say, the attention-seeking Rebecca. Why don't you just stay at home, look after the kids and try and be a good wife? Uh, The BBC Chief is on the front of the Mail on Sunday... Uh, this is underneath the story that they're offering free inside. Dr. Michael Mosley, how to live longer and look younger. I don't know. Do you want to look younger? Is that is that what we're all in the business of? I suppose we are actually. You know, nobody wants to look their age, but I don't know what looking your age means. People have said to me, "Oh, look your age." You go, I don't know. What does that mean? Does that mean you're not allowed to look younger than uh, than you did sort of the year before? Do people panic about it? The answer is yes, they do. People do panic over things like that. But the BBC chief stunned. By Secret Staff Sex Survey. They're having sex surveys at the BBC. It gets better and better, doesn't it? The Diversity Boss reveals 417 workers are transsexual. 417 at the BBC. But this could be anywhere, couldn't it? It could be taken over the whole country. Uh, I'd never even thought about it. But I did think about Ursula Andress. Do you remember she came out of the sea singing that song, Underneath the Mango Tree? And she's wearing a belt. And the belt held her knife, and that's what she was famous for. She came out of the sea holding a conch uh, shell, and uh, and then the belt. But the belt used to dress Ursula Andress. It was mine, says a Navy officer, and she never gave it back. P.S. You didn't get a money penny when the outfit sold for £40,000. £35,000. Ursula Andress kept that bikini and sold it for £35,000. <gasps> do not know things like that were worth that much money, that they are. So uh, they've got a picture here of uh, Stephanie Hurst, who I've met uh, on one occasion. And Stephanie is just one of many transgender people. And so, no, 10, 20 people who are transgender. 417, say the BBC. Good heavens above. It's one of the most important issues that we face. Uh, also Gove leading the May mutiny. Then he ripped something up the other day. And uh, Facebook blocks cry for help site for UK troops battling combat stress. Plus, uh, Megan has a ball with her pal Serena. Uh, This is Serena Williams. I don't know who who Megan's friends are, actually. I I mean, I really don't know who they are. But I suppose they have to sort of vet all these people. Gwyneth Paltrow is the cannabis queen. She cashes in as California relaxes its marijuana uh, laws. So cocktail goops up in smoke. Promises your daily dose of greens. Contains mescal, aquavit, lime juice, agave syrup, an ounce of cannabis leaf juice, and 15 milligrams of CBD tincture. It looks quite pleasant, but I'm mean, I not know. And bath bombs made by Kush Queen celebrate women who love cannabis for about a tenner each. They've gone mad on it. I always thought they were smoking the stuff anyway in, in uh, overseas. I never sort of never kind of thought about it. Never thought about it. Uh, Also, the dementia crisis will have 100,000 victims with no beds by the year 2035 and uh, expose the firm hiring gas girls to sell deadly hippie crack to your kids. And you can read more on that in the paper for today. Very quickly, uh, The Observer, uh, Nigel Slater's summer drinks look delicious. Uh, Also, the unseen pictures of Amy Winehouse. Good Lord. Uh, Tory education revolution has fuelled inequality in our schools. Sunday Telegraph, where's the hand of God when you need it? This is Diego Maradona uh, reacting with despair. Is he he, the full... I can't work out if he's the full ticket or not. Lettuce shortage, could be the tip of the iceberg. Bit of a play on words there, if you like iceberg lettuce. And uh, the Sunday Times, summer party treats. It all looks delicious. All looks delicious and wonderful. Ministers rehearse for the death of the Queen... Uh, they're, they're preparing it already. it will be thrilling, won't it? I hope she's not reading the Sunday Times today, although she probably knows about all these sort of things anyway, so they're just preparing for it. And, um, and that, as they say, is about it. Have a fantastic weekend. Make sure you download the LBC app as well as listening to LBC wherever you are. You can listen back to this and all of our other programmes from the last week for free on our catch-up feature. Download the LBC app for iPhone or Android and tap on catch-up, simple as that. I'll be back at 9 o'clock this evening for In Conversation. It's Hermione Norris and Ben Elson. It's a fabulous combination. 10 o'clock this morning, Nigel Farage, but right now with breakfast, it's Tom Swarbrick.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, listen to Steve Allen live from 4am Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday from 5am.